Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Once again, I welcome you to listen to the Word of God. Let's share the Word of God together and let us pray before I share the Word with you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you and bless you for this opportunity once again to receive from your throne, O Lord. Almighty Father, you said man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. We are ready to receive from you even at this moment, and I say, Spirit of the living God, teach us and guide us, reveal the truth of the Father to us, that indeed we may live by the word. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Spirit of the living God, confirm the word with signs following. In Jesus' name. Once again, I would like to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What I'm going to share with you today is also something where I will again start by asking you a question. Have you recently been maybe around people that were going through difficult times or you yourself may be going through difficult times? And the feeling that such people have or the expressions that they make can you just reflect and think a bit about that? It might even be you yourself. Maybe even saying, I've been standing on the word of God for too long. It's as if God doesn't see me. It's as if God does not hear my prayers. It's as if God is not concerned about me. That is the feeling that some people usually have, especially when times are tough. But I just want to reassure you today that God cares. And indeed, he's mindful of you. He's mindful of every one of us. I want us to go together to the book of Psalms, chapter 8, verse 3 to verse 6 in the ERV, just to see what God's view is about human beings, how mindful is he about us. And because of that, then he will do something because he's concerned about us. Look at this. Psalms 8, 3 to 6 reads, I look at the heavens you made with your hands, I see the moon and the stars you created, and I wonder, why are people so important to you? Why do you even think about them? Why do you care so much about humans? Why do you even notice them? But you made them almost like gods and crowned them with glory and honor. You put them in charge of everything you made. You put everything under their control. The psalmist says, I wonder, why are people so important to you, O God? And today I want us to talk about that. Why are people so important to God? So if God really says we are so important to him, he is obviously always mindful of us. He is always concerned about what we go through. He cares for us. So whatever you are going through, God sees and he wants to deliver you. He wants to give you victory. So I want to encourage you today to have your faith built up, to believe God and to trust God knowing that he cares and indeed he's mindful of us. He wants things to go well with us. I want us to go together to the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 36 in the NIV. You just see how also Jesus, when he saw people, how he had so much compassion upon them which is the same compassion that God has upon us. Listen to this. Matthew 9, 35 to 36 NIV reads, 
Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. I want you to listen to this very carefully. The Bible says Jesus went along, he was preaching the good news, but when he saw the crowds and he looked at them, he saw that they were harassed and helpless. He healed them because he felt that they needed healing. He gave them the good news. But without Jesus, they were harassed and helpless. So that is the essence that you might have even about some of the people around you. The people are tormented. They are really feeling down. They are depressed. They are tormented. Maybe even tormented through sickness. Every hard thing. Some of the people are going through serious pains. Some of the people are terminally ill. And sometimes you look at them and you really feel that they are in pain. Jesus is concerned and he's got compassion when people are harassed and helpless. That's why when he came on earth, he came to deliver us. When he was on earth, his earthly ministry, he focused on preaching the gospel of the good news to set the captives free, but also to heal all those that were oppressed of the devil. You can look at it with me in the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38 in the New King James Version. It reads, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. When people are oppressed, when people are in pain, when people are sick, that's the oppression by the enemy. It is not God trying to teach you anything. Because it says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So it means those that are oppressed, those that are sick, they are oppressed by the devil. And the Lord wants to set them free. Sickness is an enemy to us. Don't embrace sickness. Sickness is not a friend. Sickness is the work of the enemy. That's why even when Jesus was on the cross, when he paid the penalty for our sins, he also paid the penalty for our sickness. That's why Isaiah says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were healed. God is a loving father. He wants to heal you. He wants to set you free. That's why even when Jesus came on earth, his mission was to set people free. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. If you look at the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, we'll read in the NLT, you will see the mission of Jesus upon the earth. Luke 4, 18 and 19, NLT, it reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. 
You can see that when Jesus came on earth, he came, he preached the good news. He did not come to condemn anybody. So even those of us who hold the good news of, of, of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, we should not condemn people. God loves them. God loves people. God is mindful of people. So we need to preach the good news, like I shared with you last week. I encouraged you to spread the good news. So if you are sick, the good news is God wants to heal you. If you are depressed, the good news is God wants to set you free. If you are in bondage, the good news is the Lord wants to set you free. If you are in poverty, the Lord wants to deliver you from poverty. If you are in a bad mental state, some of you even have depression, stress, the Lord wants to set you free. Jesus says, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. My yoke is light. I want to give you rest. That's what Jesus wants to do in your life. So it means God is really mindful of us. That's why the psalmist say, I wonder, why are you so mindful of people? Why are you always thinking about people? Why do you care so much about them? And indeed, he demonstrates his love for us every day. We just need to count all the blessings that God has for us. So if you are going through those tough times, those difficulties, where the enemy is tormenting you, the Lord Jesus wants to set you free. Even during his earthly ministry, he would go everywhere like we read here in, in, in the book of uh, Acts 10.38 that he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil and he was setting people free. So he would preach the good news, he would preach the gospel and when they hear the word of God and believe the word, they would be set free and receive their deliverance. Go with me to the book of Luke chapter 6, the 17 to 19 in the NIV. It reads, he went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Did you hear this? So it means Jesus, wherever he would go, crowds would come and gather around him because they knew that he was carrying the deliver, their deliverance with them. So he would preach the gospel. The Bible says they were coming, that they would come to hear and to be healed. So there are some of you who wants to be healed as if it's magic. You have to hear the word of God because that's also how Jesus healed the people. The word of God is even clear. It says in the book of Psalms 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So it means God uses his word. He gives us his word to deliver us from our destructions. That's why even when Jesus was on the earth, he did not do it any other way. He gave the word. He preached the good news. And the Bible here says, people came to hear and to be healed. As they came to hear and to be healed, it says, even those that were troubled by evil spirits. 
So sometimes we look at people with mental problems. Some of them, they are indeed oppressed by the devil. They are controlled by evil spirits. If you remember, you think about the man of Gadara. He would go naked and he would just run and scream every time. And he was uncontrollable because there was the spirit that was controlling him. It was not he himself operating. The spirits had taken over his, his, his mind. So, but Jesus is able to deliver us even from everything, even including that. So the word of God is our solution. And we need to keep on spreading the good news and telling people that God wants to set you free. God wants to deliver you because indeed God is mindful of us. If you look at the nature of God, the character of God, when people are oppressed, he's concerned. You can think about the time when the children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt. Go with me to the book of Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 to 10 in the New King James Version. It reads, And the Lord said, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows, so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I've also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. You can see here when God, God says, I've seen the afflictions of my people. I've heard their cry. And I know their sorrows. I know what they are going through. But I do not only see their afflictions. I do not only hear their, 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 their cries. I do not only know their sorrows, but I also come to deliver them. So he used Moses here. He says, Moses, come now. I'm sending you to go and deliver my people because I want to get my people out of bondage. I want to get my people out of slavery. God wants us free. God wants you free. Whatever that is oppressing you today, God wants to set you free. I declare that the Lord sets you free now in the name of Jesus because God wants to set you free. He sends his word and heals us. So even as I declare the word over your life, receive this word and be set free and get your deliverance, get your victory. The Lord Jesus came and he did the works of the Lord here on the earth as sent by the Father. But even after he has left this earth, he has commissioned us as those that follow him. He has commissioned his disciples to continue with his work. So he sends us to go out there and preach the gospel and set the captives free, set people free, set people free so that they may be delivered. I want you to go with me to the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 29. You will hear here Jesus saying, the Father has given me the kingdom. But I also want to confer this kingdom on you so that you can go and do the things that I was doing with my authority. Let's go together. Luke 22, 29, Amplified. It reads, 
And as my father has appointed a kingdom and conferred it on me, so do I confer on you the privilege and decree. He says, as the father has given me the kingdom and he has conferred it on me, I also confer it on you, my disciples. I confer on you the kingdom and the decree. So it means as a child of God, you have that conferred authority to act on behalf of the Lord, to act on behalf of Jesus Christ, and indeed declare things on the earth, and indeed set people free, and indeed preach the good news. Let's do the works of the Lord. Jesus said, those who believe in me, the works that I do, will they do. Even greater works than these, they will do, because I go to my Father. So he has commissioned us as his servants to set the people free, to preach the gospel of the good news so that people may be set free. So God indeed is mindful of people. He is so much concerned about what people go through. He is concerned about what you are going through. He is concerned about what you are feeling. Sometimes maybe in those late night hours, you are alone, you are crying, you really are frustrated, you do not know what else to do. Some of you even come to a point where you even contemplate suicide. Suicide is not an option. The Lord Jesus wants to set you free. The Lord wants to give you victory. I declare in your life right now, I say the Lord sets you free in Jesus' name. Be freed in Jesus' name. You need to take the word of God and believe what God has spoken. Because if you go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 10, you see the commission that the Lord is giving us. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 8 in the New King James Version, he says to his disciples, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received and freely give. Now, if you look at this, Jesus says to his disciples, go. As you go, preach the gospel. Give them the good news. But as you preach the gospel, tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God has come. You know, he said when we pray, we should say, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, in this earth, the will of the Lord has to be done. The will of the Lord has to be done in my body. That's why I'm healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ. The will of the Lord has to be done in my family. That's why there should be peace in my family. The will of the Lord has to be done even on earth as it is in heaven. So it means those of us who are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven, we need to declare the kingdom of heaven here on the earth. And as we declare the kingdom, we also need to heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. And he says, freely you have received, freely give. So it means we cannot sell the gospel. We cannot sell the healing power that God has empowered us with. Yes, we cannot do that. So if you are a man of God and you charge people to pray for them, that is not right. That's unscriptural. Because according to the word of God, freely we have received and freely we give. So indeed, if it is from God, we'll give it to you for free in the name of Jesus. So he says freely, you have received freely, give. Now, let me draw to a close just for today. We'll pick this up next time. 
because there's so much more in this subject about God being mindful of us, about God caring about us, about God always thinking about us, and what a mere man that he would be mindful of them. So I want us to go to the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15 to 20. We are going to conclude with that one. Mark 16, 15 to 20, NLT. And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked with them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. If you look at this, Jesus gives his disciples a commission. He says, go into the world. Go and preach the gospel. Go and tell people about the good news. Go and share the love that I have for the people. Tell them I love them. Tell them I want to set them free. So unfortunately, in the days that we're living in, we tell people what we think they want to hear. We are always told to be politically correct. The problem is if we tell you what you want to hear, if we tell you what the politician says we must tell you, we are deceiving you because God's word does not change. God says, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But if you do not believe, it says you are already condemned because you did not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we preach the gospel, it says those who believe will lay hands on the sick. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Even if you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. So this is the miraculous signs that follow those who believe. And therefore, I'm saying God is so much concerned about us. And he says, as you go, I will be with you. I'm going to confirm my word in your life. I like it here in the NLT in verse 20. It says, and the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. So it says here, God worked with them. The Lord worked through them. So it is the Lord working through us to deliver his people. And then the Lord confirming the word with signs follow. So we do not heal you like we are using magic. We are not magicians. We are servants of the Lord. So we give you the word of God. And as you believe the word, the Bible says, the Lord himself will confirm the word with signs following. 
The Lord works through us to give you the word. And as you believe that word, the owner of the word will confirm that word in your life. That's why Jeremiah 1.12 says, You have seen correctly, for I'm watching over my word to fulfill it. So God wants to fulfill and confirm his word in your life. For today, I want us to end here. I will end it with the question, which is the title of our message. Why are people so important to God? Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you and bless you, Lord. We honor you for your love. We honor you, Lord, for your care for us. Indeed, we are so important to you. Father, you are mindful of us. You care for us. You are concerned about everything that we go through. I pray for them, mighty Father. I say you know what they are going through, and you care for them. May you indeed hear their cry. Thank you, Lord, that you know their sorrows. You know what they are going through, and you want to deliver them. And thank you, Father, for sending your word to deliver them. I also declare your word over their lives. I say those of you who are sick, I declare that you are healed by the, the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be healed right now. And those of you that are feeling oppressed and mentally down, I say be free. May the joy of the Lord be your strength even at this moment. In the name of Jesus, let the peace of God reign in your hearts. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you are mindful of us and indeed you have sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from our distractions. In Jesus' name, amen. Why are people so important to God? We'll continue next week. In Jesus' name.